You're listening to Kayama Community Radio. Hello and welcome to Kayama Community Radio. My name is Madeleine and today we're talking to renowned Kayama artist Ken Tucker, whose exhibition entitled Escapism is currently on show at the old fire station in Kayama. Ken and his wife Leah are both artists who moved to Kayama from central western New South Wales 10 years ago and now run the Two Gulls Art Studio and Gallery in Kayama Downs. The exhibition, which runs until October 21st, includes three of Leah's works, but the bulk of the exhibition consists of paintings by Ken. Firstly, I'm going to play for you an edited version of a video taken by Leah, interviewing Ken about his motivations and his journey as an artist. And you can see the full video on our website at www.kayamacommunityradio.org. Stay with us because later in the program, we'll talk to Ken in more detail about his work. This is Kayama Community Radio. Today we're in the studio of Ken Tucker. He's been a Kayama artist now for 10 years, highly awarded and frequently commissioned. Ken, what's currently happening in your art world? Uh, the old fire station in Kayama. We're just having a, an exhibition called Escapism, and that's pretty much spells out what's happening in the world at the moment. It's sort of motivated that a fair bit. During COVID, I've just started to reflect on what we've achieved in the past. When I say we, my wife and I, we're both artists. Because you, you're locked into your, your environment a little, you tend to sort of look inwardly rather than out, outwardly, I think. So by saying that, your artworks are a reflection of what inspires you or motivates you, and maybe what's happening in the world around you. Is that how you've always created your artworks? Pretty much. It just depends on where I'm at. You know, um, I could be painting on plane and the inspiration's obviously the, the natural beauty of Australia, whether it's in the country or on the coast. But then again, you know, you can be motivated by a movie that you've recently seen or someone else's artwork might influence you to the point where you think, well, I'd like to do that. The other thing that plays a big part in my, my art practice is experimentation. That came about um, a number of years ago when I, when I just started to, uh, to play with things. Um, I think as you grow in confidence in your own ability, that uh, allows you to go down that path. Most artists have a pivotal moment in their career where something changes. How about you? Was there something that altered your future art journey? There's been a number of series of those sort of events, I suppose. But I've been painting for the best part of 40 years, so I've had, you know, pivotal points. But the one that strikes me as the most pivotal during our time in Kayama in particular is uh, I did a series of the artworks, the emu and the seahorse, and it was basically a metaphor for uh, the move from the bush to the coast because I went down that path and I started using uh, inks, pouring mediums, all sorts of things and experimenting with um, even some of the, the paints from uh, dear old Bunnings. We, uh, we ended up with uh, a series of artworks that uh, were quite unique. 
I guess it sort of confirms the fact that you know it's 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 good to experiment and it's good to push yourself and push your boundaries. Um, not necessarily traditional work; it's it's gone down more of an abstract line, but it, uh, a lot of fun too. I think that that's the main thing. I'm, I'm having fun doing it. So. What else in your art career? and heightens your sense of self-satisfaction and makes you motivated to go on and go into different avenues? Um, well, I think never let a chance go by is probably one of the things that I think is a hallmark of someone who's prepared to put themselves out there. Every now and again, you paint something and you think, I've nearly nailed that. You're never totally satisfied, but um, I think that's... Uh, that's one of the things that sets you apart, your willingness to push yourself. And communication's a large part of uh, how, you, how you get that self-satisfaction. People to, to actually communicate, they want a commission, they want you to paint something for their house, they want a, an artwork that'll sit above their dining room table that people can talk about during the meal. And I've been lucky enough to, to paint live in front of large audiences and the satisfaction of that is just it's immense you know i've done it in um, large venues in sydney where i've had you know up to two thousand people and every second minute you've got someone tapping you on the shoulder talking to you about the your art practice and what motivates you all those sorts of things we've sold artworks overseas i had a an exhibition in uh, the middle east in jordan there's a, a great deal of satisfaction in that. They're like your children, some of these paints. It's, it's lovely to have them out there. Thanks, Ken. Just one word to sum up your art. Gee, um, it's all about feeling, I think. They stick of salt and so does he Their weight he thinks it is too much Yet he will not slow his going He understands the ways interrupted by the sandbars and the coastal He's dropped the knife between his teeth The ocean murmurs Failure The 
I watched waves of fish for mark I heaved it up That track was called Cargo by Poncho Green. And thank you to Leah Tucker for telling us a bit about the painter Ken Tucker and his motivations and his journey as an artist. The challenge on this completely audio platform is to try to convey some of the visual character of Ken's work. So I met up with Ken at the fire station in Kayama to talk to him in more detail about his practice and how the painting process works for him. So the first thing that I can see is a distinct difference in styles. Mm. These two over here in the corner yeah. jump out as being completely different in colour and theme. Is that a different time? It was a different time. We went to the Vincent van Gogh exhibition in Sydney and it sort of influenced those works a bit. I ended up putting a cat on the bed. It's Vincent, my cat. There's three blind mice in both paintings as well. They're done on recycled timber, and I've reworked those, you know, with COVID. They're old paintings that you've gone back and revisited yeah. this year. It's more about the colour than anything that... Well, was. the colour is one thing that definitely jumps out as a difference between this and this. All yeah. of these more abstract paintings have much softer kind of sea colours. Yeah. The muted blues yeah. and greens and browns. Yeah. Do you feel different when you paint those two different Oh yeah, yeah. This work here was painted on plane on Washerwoman's Beach with a credit card. Painted with a credit card? Yeah, yeah, rather than a brush. Um, <laughs> is that Which symbolic? is the same as a palette knife, except that you get more wristy. How do yeah. you get this kind of detail with a credit card? Uh, you can turn it on its side just and, just, edge, and just load it up and, and move it around, yeah. Now what strikes me immediately about this painting is that if it were a photo of scenery, the focus would be up here on the sea and the headland. Mm. But the point of focus has shifted down here to the sand, yeah. where it's much more abstract, yeah. and you get the chance to paint much more in, a, in, an, in an abstract way like a lot of your other paintings. Yeah. I, I figure it's not so much a landscape as... No, it's all about feeling. You know, I was down yeah. there, the white sand, it's just a stunning place. When you say it's all about feeling, yeah. what's the feeling? Oh, summer, you know, and that soft sand, Jarvis Bay, Batemans Bay, all those areas, all the beaches down the south coast, they're, they're just stunning, I think. And I love the way the bush comes right down, and quite often you'll have a kangaroo sitting beside you watching you paint. <laughs> 
So what's the difference in the feeling in this painting and the feeling in this painting, which is more abstract, yeah. a lot browner, and it actually looks like it started off as a much more figurative painting and then you just went over the top, is that right? No, it's actually a bit of both. I used the credit card on that one again. Leah and I walk in and around Bombo and around Minamara and all those quarries have got the brown hues. That's that particular influence, I guess it's more palette based. Because all those rocks are cracked and everything, yeah. I started doing line drawing and then I wanted something to actually take me into the painting. So I've used a little bit of pouring medium, charcoal, graphite, pencil, and just worked around the artwork to put line marking in there to take you in. And then, and then I've come back with white paint. You can see where I've cut in there, for example. And, and all these drips. Yeah, it's, it's just the freedom of, of the artwork. You can lay it flat, but I, I always paint on an easel. I love to be up and moving and paint from the shoulder rather than just get nitty gritty with my right. wrist. You know, Pushing this stuff around with a card, you're better off almost at arm's length doing it. So when you say it's about feeling, do you mean it's not so much what you feel, it's the kind of the atmosphere of the place? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, both, I think. The one below you there, that's 2020. It's COVID driven. It's got a, a, quite a few references to, you know, the bleak 2020. We've got smoke, we've got bushfires, we've got burnt out ground. I love this detail. It's a completely different style again, because yeah. although it's abstract, it's got incredible detail in it. That's taken weeks, that one. How have you achieved that detail? Oh, I've had a little Posca pen. And so I've been able to, you know, once again use the card to get the paint on and then define different areas. Just by way of description, it's got yeah, a very high horizon line yeah. with quite a recognisable narrow strip of landscape of it looks like Clamour and the escarpment. Yeah. And then probably 90% of the height of the painting is then detailed but abstract in earthy colours. Yeah that kind of gives you the sense that it's underground. Yeah. It's yes. the... Lungs of the earth. And it's kind of chaotic, but also very controlled. Mm. And that's all this year. Yeah. Is that the only one of these that has been done all of this year? No, no. I've, um, one, two, three, four on that wall. The grey one over there was one of my first ventures into this style of thing. And it was a finalist in the Fisher Ghost and won a prize at another uh, exhibition as well. The other two beachy ones, they were painted in South Australia and we went over to South Australia and went to a place called Beachport and the Southern Ocean there is very cold and it really a different sort of blue. The foliage over there around the beach had a lot of mauve hues in it and I really love the colours in those. Ah, oh, now this is very mauve, isn't it? Mm. It's a tilia paint, it's an acrylic, blue-black it's called. Cool. Now this, this also has a horizon line. Yeah. And that looks like burnt out forest. Yeah. That looks yeah. like post bushfire. So when you start a painting like this, do you have any idea what it's going to end up looking like? Not really. Well, I, I, I do and I don't, I suppose. I let the, the painting dictate where I'm going to a large degree. So we, we grew up, or pretty much grew up in Bathurst and, and spent the best part of 60 years in the country northwest. So I know the bush really well, so and it influences my painting. We've got a couple of magpies that warble outside our house. So That's a magpie? Yeah, That's it's a little a reference to a magpie. So this is called Bush Symphony. 
So when you started that painting, yep. if you didn't know what it was going to end up looking like, what was well, the gem of the idea? Well, part of my art practice is that I actually teach in some schools. I'm actually sponsored by IMB Bank, so I go into schools and do murals and sculptures with the schools. I'm not teacher trained, but I, you know, I give them tuition and I'm accompanied by a teacher. That whole practice, I guess, you know, I'm influenced by the kids, the way they scrape the paint on. I had a group of, I think it might have been Loftus Primary. I was showing the children how to paint their names in Japanese and use their favourite colours and whether they felt they were a warm personality or a cool personality, this sort of stuff. And they were using the credit card. And I, I, I just noticed when they scraped with a limited palette, you get some lovely results. So I started working like that. These are all on a white base? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Do you uh, always paint on a white base? No, not always. So I've, I've done quite a few works on, the, on darker colours. The one over in the corners. Another one. Is that the same era as the Van Gogh references? Yeah. yeah. Do you see that as a progression, going from that style to this style? To I can't stage? paint the same thing over and over. And I like to experiment, so... So this exhibition's on for two weeks? Yep. And um, the Two Goals Art Studio and Gallery, is it generally open to the public? Or? Yeah, by appointment in a way. By appointment. So yeah. anybody who wants to come and see more yeah. of your work can contact yeah. you there? Yeah. And do you and Leah work in the same space when you're painting? Uh, no. We do our own stuff, but we bounce off each other all the time. We critique each other's work quite often. And I'm very lucky in that Leah's a very good photographer. She's exhibited in Sydney and stuff, and her photographs are good reference for me. You know, if I go somewhere and then come back to the studio, um, I've got some good material to work from, and it helps finish off. That's um, fantastic. Thank you very much, Ken, for talking to us. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much to Ken for being generous with his time and showing me around the exhibition and talking to me about some of his children. The works by Ken and Leah Tucker are on display at the old fire station in Terralong Street, Kayama, until October 21st. And I urge you to drop in and have a look if you have any time. Or you can visit the Two Gulls Art Studio and Gallery by appointment by emailing twogulls at hotmail.com. That's T-W-O-G-U-L-L-S at hotmail.com. Hi, I'm Glenn Shepherd. Join me on Mondays for Around the Arenas, KCR's sports program, where you'll hear what's been happening in sport across our region. I'll also talk to sporting identities to get an insight into the sports they're involved in. If you'd like to send me information about your sport or club event to be included in the program, Email me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com and I look forward to seeing you around one of our sporting arenas. Join us next time on Kayama Community Radio and in the meantime, get outside into that beautiful spring weather. You've been listening to Kayama Community Radio.